My name is Becky, and you're listening to RMQ SOS 2. This is my best impersonation of the people on the classical music station my grandparents like to listen to on the way to church. I'ma try and do this all in one take. Not because I can't edit, but because I think it's more interesting that way. I'm also not going to talk like that the whole time because, um, I feel silly. This is a podcast where I talk to you about things that I think are interesting. They might be accurate, they might not be. I'm just a college student. Don't come for me. I wanted to start today with my favorite soliloquy from Shakespeare, which is a bold statement, and I'm not sure it's one I stand behind completely, but it's a, it's a soliloquy I really like because I think it does something that Shakespeare does quite well, and that's uh, both ignore and completely um, be uh, enclosed by the fourth wall at the same time. Um, so I'm going to read it first, and then we're going to talk about it. This is from... The Scottish play, Act 5, Scene 5. And I know it's horribly famous, just bear with me. There would have been time for such a word. Tomorrow, and tomorrow, and tomorrow creeps in this petty pace from day to day to the last syllable of recorded time, and... All our yesterdays have lighted fools the way to dusty death. Out. Out, brief candle. Life's but a walking shadow. A poor player that struts and frets his hour on stage and then is heard no more. It's a tale told by an idiot. Full of sound and fury signifying nothing. So we get this right at the end of the show. And, and our main character, who I'm sorry, you'll have to forgive me, I'm a horribly stu- superstitious former theater kid and I won't say his name. Our, our lead, uh, the, Scot- the Scotsman himself, uh, has just learned of his wife's death. And he says, well, she would have died hereafter and then launches into this monologue which is kind of a, a horrific way to respond to your wife's death, but they're both a little off the deep end by this point, and that, that is, in fact, the, the, the purpose of the play and the, the, you know, the plot of the play. But then we get Shakespeare sitting here and telling us that actors do this and it means nothing, that in the end it's just words on a stage that people may or may not hear, but at the end of the day, it means nothing. And he gives us this right at the end of what's become one of his most famous tragedies. Oh, and I love it. I love it. It's Puck at the end of Midsummer saying, well, if I've offended you, it's just a play, dude. <laughs> it's, the, it's the same thing, but for a tragedy, it's, it's, it's the Scotsman sitting there and saying, I'm just saying words, and if you're worried up about it, man, just a play. But at the same time, it's him saying, life doesn't matter. I think that shows us where where he's gotten to at this point in the play, that he thinks himself invincible, and he thinks his wife's death inevitable. And so life and death have no dominion over either of them. Can you tell I'm I'm Catholic by the way I phrased that one? And everybody knows it for the tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow creeps in this petty pace from day to day. And that that's that's great. They also end at mid-sentence there, which which does bug me quite a bit. Um, 
you don't end Shakespeare at the end of the line. You end it at the punctuation, full stops, half stops, that sort of thing. So the full phrase is tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow creeps in this petty pace from day to day to the last syllable of recorded time. Which is also great. The concept of recorded time. The idea that there's time that cannot be recorded. Or the idea that all time must be recorded in order for it to be time. I'll let you ponder that one yourself. But honestly, I think that's the least um, incredible part of this monologue. Soliloquy. I don't know the difference. I... It is a tale told by an idiot, full of sound and fury, signifying nothing. And we remember tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow? I have no greater point here. I just think it's interesting what gets remembered. And in particular, I think it's interesting that a work on the meaninglessness of all of Shakespeare's work might be so important in the history of remembering it. And it makes me think about my own attitude about life. It's really easy to fall into tomorrow and tomorrow, and tomorrow, and tomorrow, and tomorrow, and the ever, never-ending cycle of tomorrows. But then, but then I'm Macbeth. Oop. I don't want to be him. <laughs> so to me, this, this soliloquy is a wake-up call. And it's kind of freeing if everything is ultimately sound and fury signifying nothing. Then does it matter what I scream from the top of my lungs? If someday ev- everything burns to ash on the earth, what impact have I had? I mean, nothing. It's all ash. So what do I've got? Well, I've got my words while I'm here. I've got what I'm doing while I'm here. I'm a big fan of um, legacy. I took Latin in high school. I'm going back to it next semester. I'm thrilled, you guys. And one of the most incredible things for me about learning Latin has always been translating the words of those who are so long dead. And how often they write. I will be remembered as long as you quote me, as long as you speak my words, I will be remembered. It's, it's, it's a pretty common thing in antiquity, at least of the works that survive. That'll be another episode. But man, I get to make them survive. How neat is that? And it's Ozymandias, king of kings. Look at my works, ye mighty in despair. Nothing around me. Nothing around remains. Hmm. We are our legacy. Maybe. Maybe you take that viewpoint. And maybe, maybe everything we do is meaningless. So maybe our word lives on after us and that's how we stay alive. Or maybe nothing we say has meaning. Ever. It's a tale told by an idiot. As as Billy Shakes tells us. 
Or maybe it matters now. Maybe somebody wants to listen to this idiot yelling, screaming, sound and fury. What does that say about me? What does that say about them? I'm not here to give you answers. I'm just here to ask questions into the void. But I think it's interesting that we remember this monologue. Just like I think it's interesting that we remember Ozymandias and all of those Roman authors. I think legacy is interesting. The future is big and scary. And everyone I know wants to leave their mark all over it. That's not true. Almost everyone I know wants to be remembered. Again, a topic for another day. Maybe I should have written a script. You can follow me wherever you get your podcasts and on Instagram. Same handle. I don't know when I'll be back, but I will be. Have a great week. And this has been RMQ SOS 2.